0: Gregory D. Anderson, Jr., voiceover talent, actor, producer. A man barely alive.
2: Gentlemen, we can rebuild him. We have the technology. We have the capability to make the world's first bionic man.
0: Gregory D. Anderson, Jr.
2: Will be that man. Better than he was before. Stronger, faster.
0: Don't miss GregSpeaksLive.com The all new GregSpeaksLive.com I'm Gregory D. Anderson Jr. I'm the host of Greg Speaks Live. Visit us on the World Wide Web at GregSpeaksLive.com. Of course, emotional intelligence, self-control, and relationship solutions. We'll be talking about it on Greg Speaks every Saturday, 2 p.m. to 3 p.m. GregSpeaksLive.com. The only GregSpeaksLive.com. Greg
2: Speaks Live. Ah.
1: I have a collect call from everybody locked up in that old bed. Who is an inmate at in a state prison. To deny charges, hang up now. To accept
2: charges, press 5 now.
0: Somewhere, somewhere. Uh, go ahead,
1: sir. Oh, yes, sir. How are you doing? I'm
0: doing excellent. Welcome to Greg Speaks Live.
1: Yes, and, I'm uh, calling in regards to uh, an uh, issue Yeah. have.
0: Go ahead explain that issue. I know it's pretty uh, intense. I'm shocked that you even have a phone uh, being in, in prison. Yes, well,
1: well I'm currently serving a uh, time at a federal prison camp in Louisiana. And uh, uh-huh. I do have a phone because I'm at a minimum security camp and uh, I have a device. But my issue is that I'm serving a mandatory minimum sentence and I'm at a spot and I have photos of an uh, officer playing pool with inmates. So, but my issue is that if you look at the news, and it's uh organization called Families Against Mandatory Minimums, otherwise other words called FAM, there's a debate going on right now about the mandatory minimum sentences where inmates are getting too much time for the crime, and uh, a lot of inmates that are non-violent are stuck here in these camps and uh, my concern is that if inmates can play, and this officer can play inmates pool with inmates, it's clear that these inmates and people like me are not threats to society, and it's a clear taxpayer waste of money.
0: Exactly, especially when you're supposed to be like heavily guarded, probably, if you're that much of a minister to society I mean, it shouldn't be that type of interaction. It should be a level of professionalism between the staff as well as the inmate. So, I mean, how, how is that even possible?
1: It's possible because at this level, we are mental security inmates, and a lot of officers feel comfortable around us. So, but my issue is that a lot of low-level offenders and non-violent offenders are getting time under mandatory minimum sentences that the judges can't control. And right now, there's a big debate in Congress right now about lifting those. And Congress has been receiving letters from organizations such as FAM, with Julie Story to lift the mandatory minimums and they won't act on it. And, and it's like everything else takes precedence over this, but in all actuality, you have a lot of non-violent offenders serving time and a waste of taxpayers' money. Like I was saying, if an officer can play pool and most of these officers friendly with inmates, it shows you that these inmates are not a threat. And therefore, you know, should be released to different kind of programs. You shouldn't have to serve these mandatory minimums in says in in essence, if a first-time offender gets charged with a certain crime, they can receive a mandatory minimum sentence of 10 years. And just because they are under a mandatory sentence, the judge is just unable to go under that. So that causes a conflict in the court. So but Congress has the power to change this and that's what I'm trying to see. only thing I want to do with the picture to show that these are the people that you're keeping in these prison camps that's non and that if an officer can play fool with them, as I said before, that shows that this is a non-violent people, and this is basically, for the most part, a, a waste of taxpayer money.
0: Exactly, and it has to be a waste of taxpayer's money because bottom line is, they were really doing their job, number one, you wouldn't have a phone. Probably wouldn't have the ability to be able to forward pictures with this officer playing fool in a prison facility. And it's just, to me, it's out of order, out of line, something that needs to be heard. In a the record. issue I
1: want to raise is that you know in the light of the officer being comfortable enough to play pool which like you said you're supposed to have uh, a job to do you're not supposed to be playing pool with inmates it just goes to show that the environment and this mental security facilities around you know, the country that a lot of people are here that could be doing time, serve better else at home on a monitor or work release programs to save Amer- uh, the economy money. A lot of people are being held detained for lengthy sentences under draconian over days long. So I want to shed light on that also. So
0: how long are you uh, how long are you serving? I mean you may want to kind of take away if you say and that remain anonymous. All people have to do is probably pull up whatever the amount of time you say. Well, h- how long, well, just give or take that, that you've had to serve or how much longer are you expected to be there? Well, I
1: was given a um, mandatory minimum sentence of 10 years plus the stacked sentence five years for another charge that they stacked on top. So actually, I'm stuck and I'm bound. And since I've got my time under a drug case, the laws have actually changed. And uh, it used to be 50 grams of cocaine triggered the mandatory minimum of 10 year sentence. But in light of the Congress article, cocaine which was unequal because you can receive up to for the same thing i got caught with or accused of it takes a hundred times worth of crack to uh pot of cocaine to equal a 10 year sentence but now since the laws have been changed the time that i would have got today if i went to court it was only five year sentence so but the ones who are in here under the old law are barred from going to court to get what they're getting today under the new law
0: Picture of 50 grams. What does what a picture, what
1: does 50 grams look like? 50 grams is relatively small amount of drugs. Uh, 50 grams would be like a half of a soap bar. Wow. And you half get, of a soap bar. Half
0: of a soap bar. You get how many years and for that? Under the old law,
1: it was a mandatory 10 years.
0: Now it's how many years?
1: Now it takes 288 grams of crack cocaine to trigger a dangerous sentence. It's, it's still not equal to powder, cause so they compare it to powder. To
0: me, I, I really feel that they they definitely need to be locking up the hardcore criminals. I mean, mm-hmm. people that are like killing people, basically
1: true to the
0: rest of society. I mean, if this drug. Maybe you need get these people into some uh, rehabilitative uh, type of have There has to be something. Is it a way that we
1: can we can continue this interview?
0: Yeah, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. We can continue with I have whatever we've done thus far. If you need to hang up, that's no problem. I'm going to hang up. I'm going to call you back in about five minutes. All right. Okay. One of the things, obviously, here, we have an anonymous caller from a Louisiana prison who's actually shedding light on some of the different issues that's taking place there inside the camp that he's at. He's stating that officers are playing pool inmates, I mean, just watching TV, just having a jolly old good time, while other things are going on, getting a phone call from uh, a prison facility. And these are things that our taxpayer dollars are, are actually facilitating and paying for. We're paying for the housing of inmates or prisoners to be able to play pool with officers that are being paid nice salaries, uh, by the way, to guard and supervise, but apparently not much of that is going on. If I'm able to receive pictures from a prison facility. And so we're going to talk about that up next, of course, right here on Greg Speaks Live.
2: Just like a bird, I just want to fly so free. So and I own a piece of land somewhere, somewhere off in a country. Oh, oh yeah. Listen hey. Temperatures like a hundred degrees Like I got chunks for me Black Mill in the family of prey Been proud of my destiny Reckon I'll fly away Cause it's too much for the land Shimmer gone down this way What happened to my master I can't figure out I could've been a love child Should've gone down this way Tell me Oh
0: Uh, it looks like you, you had to kind of run there. What
1: happened? Uh, you know, i got to watch myself. It's, you know, it's not legal to have these, but, you know, I had to, had to look out. So
0: anytime you got to go, feel free to hang up. Can you repeat this, sir? Okay, yeah. Go ahead and continue with what we were dialoguing on. Uh, we, we were dialoguing about ounces and, and that type of thing. We're talking about grams, excuse me. And so uh, people are uh, receiving extra sentences. Uh, right, federal
1: mandatory minimum sentences. Uh, They're yeah. disproportional. Sometimes a lot of inmates get too much. Time for the crime. First time offender is sentenced under a mandatory minimum sentence, can see excess amount of sentencing, only for even a first time offense. It's a fight between BAM, families against mandatory minimums, and different organizations to get the mandatory minimum lifted, and basically Congress is. Just dragging their feet on the issue. So, so,
0: what would you say to someone that says to you that's being an inmate right now, uh, the facility must not be that bad if you're able to make phone calls out to radio show? Well,
1: actually, I'm at a minimum security facility. Uh, there are no of Minimum security facilities or aka camps, prison camps, federal prison camps, or Basically for non-violent, low-level offenders. You have doctors, lawyers, state councilmen, and all kind of uh, real estate. You know, different people here. You know, it's not basically a typically a prison prison for your regular violent offenders. No sex offenders here. None of those things of that sort. No aggravated offenders here. It's just basically a waste of time. What I want to shed light on is that Congress is dragging their feet on the mandatory minimum sentencing, lifting of the mandatory minimum sentencing when you have a lot of productive citizens that may have received too much time for the crime. And what I sent out to you was a picture of an officer playing pool. And I want to portray the picture that what I'm trying to get people to understand is that if this facility is friendly enough for an officer to play pool with his inmates, who's supposed to be guarding over the inmates, basically it's a waste of time and taxpayer money. These productive citizens can be put out on the street, be put on. Ankle monitors, put on anything else to divert from coming to prison. You know, the economy, we talk about the economy is bad. And taxpayers are paying taxes, but but productive citizen can be out there paying taxes or exactly. on probation or on house arrest paying something still working a debt. job and they
0: can still be working a job or something like that, being productive. Versus again, like you said, we, we're spending these taxpayer dollars to house inmates, not like a sex offender or something that's like well, you're a me- true minister to society. I mean, you're not going to be playing pool with them, obviously. I mean, he definitely would be playing pool with a sex offender or someone that killed people, you know, and done some major heinous crimes that, that's out there. And so the, the taxpayer's money is what you're saying is pretty much being wasted. And then you, as we can see here in these pictures, you have an officer, uh, and I'm sure he's not the only one, but playing pool with inmates, and that's called fraternizing. And I know that's something that, that That's totally
1: against the rules, am I correct? Yes, that's, that's correct. That is correct. Yeah. Go ahead, sir. No, I'm
0: listening to you. You're saying it's totally against the rules. Yes, so it's,
1: it's against the rules. But once again, it just yeah. goes to show the environment. This is a friendly, nonviolent environment. The officer could play pool with the inmates Why are we being housed in the prison camps when we can be doing productive things in the world or under these mandatory minimum sentences. Like I say, Congress has the power to lift a mandatory minimum sentence. Right. But if a, so basically,
0: what you're, saying is, what you're saying is ankle bracelet. You know, they can provide you guys with an ankle bracelet. or will have you pretty much check in. You know, of course, I'm familiar, very familiar with ankle bracelets and how that works. Of course, you have to check in. If you're going anywhere outside of a perimeter, you have to check in with your parole officer or let someone know that's a protocol. And so that... If, if, if you can basically be in a facility like what you guys have right now, those camps, they might as well get rid of those camps and have actual prison facilities for people who really need to be there. You know,
1: Of course. Got of course. And also, you know, there's plenty of things you can do to divert. You can These people, like me, myself, and none, like I say nonviolent, like I say, it's lawyers, judges, councilmen, and different kind of people here, people that never even thought they would see a penitentiary. And these people are nonviolent, as you can see with the picture and the officer playing pool. But
0: how are you guys, how are you able to even get a phone how, how, how does that happen oh like, do people get drugs there as well or did, I mean how do people have access to yeah, phone
1: basically paraphernalia flows in and out different ways like I say there's no fence around this place nothing keeping somebody from running off a lot of people here are responsible they're all no here to do their time but there are there's paraphernalia and their phones and stuff floating around so there's no fence around it so you know you can use your imagination oh I got you I just, wow
0: amazing, definitely amazing. I definitely appreciate this anonymous tip. Is there anything else uh, that you would want to share with our listening audience at this time? What
1: I'm trying to get the listening audience to understand is that a lot of people are out of touch with reality unless it strikes them specifically. When here is no nonviolent that have family like me, I've been gone 10 calendar years under mandatory minimum sentences that were outdated for, uh 99 grams of dope not got a mandatory minimum sentence of 10 years plus an extra sentence of 5 years. The laws are outdated. I mean, these people's lives are wasted here. As you can see, it's not a uh, uh, how can I say it? We are not detriment or a threat to society here at this place once you're on this level. See what I'm saying? So it's basically productive citizens being held on illegal, on draconian laws that are outdated. So what I want the people to understand is that people are here are not all bad. You know, everybody locked up is not all bad. And Congress is out of touch with reality. You know, they said Congress and they don't have a clue about the lives that's being affected by them dragging their feet on these sentences that don't fit the crime that are too harsh. And until they get a federal judge. The discretion and power and left those mandatory minimum sentences just going to keep on taking and ruining families. Now
0: I heard you say something about draconian laws. You kind of referred to that a couple times. We'll, we'll break that down and explain that. Basically,
1: when I say draconian, it's like a out-of-date, two-horse. When you say draconian, you think of old medieval laws that were, you know, cut your hand off, if your steel. So what I'm saying is, basically, the laws that we've been held under, they were enacted a while back when everybody was panicking about the drug epidemic. And since then, people and the judges have come to realize that the sentences in the law and acted with the mandatory amendments with the war against Jerusalem failure, and that is it, it, outdated, and that is not helping. Sentencing people a longer time in prison does not help you if you have a drug problem. Exactly. Versus
0: rehabilitation. <laughs> some type of
1: program. Yes, yeah, so there's some kind of program that can be implemented. If you have uh, someone that's hooked on drugs, or have a problem with drugs, you don't lock them up to solve the problem. You give them some kind of program to help them get over the problem. Right, it's psychotherapy.
0: So, it's like counseling right. or something that's going to go counteract versus <laughs> locking them up and saying, hey, you know, we don't care about you. We're going to lock you up. But see, I don't know. I'm, I'm just kind of wondering if society is on that. We live in a Capitalistic society, obviously. And a lot of these camps make major, major money. It's a big industry. And so, mm-hmm. obviously, our people are getting a piece of it. There's people we don't even talk about that's getting a piece. They're heavily invested, or privately invested in a lot of these camps. And all kinds of things where, you know, versus having that person housed and locked up and you're spending taxpayers' dollars, you can use those dollars into something more productive. And a lot of
1: times with the years in the Congress, a lot of those people up in high places have investments in these
0: places. Big investments uh, that definitely, you know, has to be discussed and talked about. So, yeah, we definitely appreciate it. Go to a uh, uh, little, little music here. We're going to come right back with our uh, an anonymous caller from a prison facility in Louisiana. And, of course, we will have him give us his closing remarks right here on Greg's.
2: After yeah, they won't let me out, 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 doctor. they won't let me out, 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 No. they won't let me out, heading up town to rear, back with a couple of the corner blocks on. They won't let me out They won't let me out They won't let me out No They won't let me out 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 No They won't let me out Visitation no longer comes out Seems like they forgot about me the Commissary is getting empty Shall cellmates, they Right out right out Can't right wait to get out and move forward With my life
0: from a prison facility in Louisiana, and uh, we're talking about some very serious issues here that he raised. He he points out something that's very interesting, and we have police officers or officers, correction officers, playing pool uh, with an inmate. Obviously, that's fraternizing. That's something that's not permitted, and we as taxpayers are paying for this. And, of course, if we can do that, if obviously it's in a friendly environment, we should be able to allow these inmates to go and be in their own facility without us spending tax dollars for that. Give them an ankle bracelet versus having them housed and having extra sentences tacked on to them. I definitely appreciate your your, your call, Anonymous Color. Uh, welcome back to Greg Speaks Live. Did you have any closing remarks for us?
1: Yes, I just want to say, like, On the problem with the mandatory minimum. Many organizations, as I said before, fight against these mandatory minimums. They're outdated and they're overdue to be turned, to be overturned. A lot of federal judges have their hands tied, and when they sentence individuals in court, they say it is out of their hands. If I could give you less, I would, but these mandatory minimums, I'm bound by it. So there's a lot of low-level offenders that's stuck here, and like with the picture, it shows what's really going on in these camps. It's friendly people, non-violent people of different walks, different ages, different races that are just serving time. Really, it's criminal, it's illegal to take people from their families for so long. You know, personally, I've served 10 years, flat, and have three more to go. So, you know, I'm asking that Congress and that the people see it like, and more support letters be given to help alleviate this mandatory memorabilia.
0: All right, we definitely appreciate that. So, uh, yeah, those were some great comments there, and I think you were able to shed some light on that. And what what advice would you give to any young man that you know maybe kind of like in the world right now out there selling drugs doing some of the things maybe that you have done? The advice
1: that I would give to young men out there today and young women out there today is um, to watch your environment, to work hard, you know, to go to school. Don't try to fit in because it's easy to get caught up. Me personally, in my situation, my residence was raided when no one was home and drugs were found in my house allegedly by. The officers and I went to trial and I lost was no one home, you know, so uh, I was out of town and I felt like I was set up. But on another note, you have to watch what you're doing and you have to stay clear. Even you have to be proactive out there in the streets to stay away from people or friends because anything with the laws they got is easy to fall into. Conspiracies, if you know somebody that or associate with somebody that's selling drugs you can get caught if they call your phone. The, the, the police can take that recording and bring your name up in court and say that your friend called you for drugs, in which most cases was not the case. So I just tell young men out there to be proactive, steer away, and stay around positive people.
0: Another question is, what what is it like being away for like 10 years, eight years, years, lonely in there? How, how does it feel?
1: Started my time off at maximum security, and I worked my way down to a camp, and I've been in camp for a couple of years now. Um, it's it's lonely. You lose family ties. You lose loved ones. If you was married, uh, you can lose your wife. You can lose the respect of your kids. You can cause you let your kids down. You know, me personally, I have a relationship with my my sons, but the relationship with my daughter is kind of separate because she misses her father, and and it hurts. You know when you know you can't have your baby girl look up to you as daddy. So, and you lose businesses. You lose a lot. You know, my kids grew up before my eyes without me. At time you can't make up, and that's something that needs to be shed light on. You cannot right. make up time, especially under legal sentences. Sometimes being set up, not everyone that's in prison is perfect. Of course, I don't want to make no excuses for anybody. But my personal situation, I was framed of some sort. But I, with, even with that said, I still receive too much time. So, it's it's lonely. It breaks up families. It takes away your time. You lose loved ones. You can't see them. You can't call them. You can't go home and see them when they pass away. It's a a, a situation that needs to be addressed. And it needs to be addressed by people that's in touch with society. If Congress is going to sit up there and out of touch with society. You just need to be people voted in.
0: One of the things that definitely we want to know like this what when you're in there of course say the the toughest of the tough facilities how did you find out that a loved one has passed away or, or I mean, how, how do you find these things out? Or do well you- it's sad to
1: say but in most cases if you don't have strong family ties or no one that's um, say cognizant or conscious enough to call your facility and let them know that someone is passing your family it could be a week or two before you even know so your family basically has to get in touch with the institution and next talk to the chaplain or something like that but i've lost people and it was days before i even knew because you know sometimes you have older people that don't know how to call just get on the phone It's simple as it may seem to find a number to, to Find out where you are and to call the right number to get with the right people to inform you that you, your loved one is passed. We are provided with phones that we pay uh, 350 a call, 300 minutes a month on the wall. That's the reason why a lot of people have cell phones, as myself, and do Ill- illegally talk on these phones because it's $70 a month just to talk to your loved ones. 300 minutes, and when you've gone so long, who has $70 a month? I mean, it's ridiculous, but that's that's another problem. But the main thing is to focus on this environment that I'm at now. It's to the point where it's like, why am I here? I've been time. I've been doing time and time and time for what? Little paraphernalia that they so-called allegedly found in my house. And a lot of war on drugs has already been admitted by people, the lawmakers, the judges that it's a failure and it does no help there's more harm and uh, they're talking about doing something but it's been 20 years or so since they've been talking about making changes but no changes are being made it it needs to be an issue, it needs to be addressed and it needs to be put as a priority because people are losing their families as myself and it hurts Yes,
0: sir. Yeah. And we know that you're supposed to be coming out soon. Of course you'll be starting a show of your own as well. And I'm sure books will be coming forth, you know, with your experience so that you can pretty much uh you know, spearhead some of these things. Leave that facility. What what are gonna be some things that you're gonna be focusing on in, in your show and, and just pretty much in your mentoring others and, you know, getting back to your family's eyes. What what do you foresee gonna be your mind frame, your your leadership under your your scope of practice?
1: Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm very focused on mentoring and bringing light to the situation that's going on in these prisons. I'm focused on development of the community uh, to help the young people to find things to do. I'm, I'm, I'm very focused on helping the younger generation uh, reverse some of these psychological battles and psychological obstacles that have been put out our way. And I'm looking forward to that, bringing light on certain issues that help society. And um, personally, in my case, uh my case is still open and I've been fighting my case for a long time and it's still a possibility that which is a legal uh charge that I have that my case will be overturned. Either either case I've done almost all my time. So yeah, uh, I either get out soon or I get my case overturned but I'm still a battle. But there's a lot of things that's going on that need to be brought light and you know, the people don't know about. Because it needs to be brought more to reality to people because if it doesn't affect you not to not to not to think about it then it affects your home, your one of your kids or your Spouse gets incarcerated for something misdemeanor for excess amount of time. Yep,
0: like I said, it's it's pretty much a lot of times people when you see death happening to somebody else or you see somebody else stopped on the side of the road in an accident or whatever, a lot of times you just pass by like it ain't nothing or you may pass like oh man, stop, you know that type of thing, but. You your heart really goes out even more so when that trouble knocks on your door when it knocks on your back door lands in your at your you know when it touches one of your loved ones and I think that's what we have to do. We have to look at people like yourself as what if you were my father, what if you were my brother, my cousin, my uncle you know what if you was my somebody that was uh one of my loved ones you know what would I do? you know what would I say? what can I do so that's why I definitely appreciate you i 'm glad you've been listening to the show It's interesting to know we've got people you know from prison listening to the show and uh, we' to definitely do all that we can, you know, on Greg Speaks Live to get the message out about this, and again, there definitely needs to be more educational facilities, more investment dollars that we can utilize to basically motivate folks, to educate folks, to counsel them, to rehabilitate them versus locking them up. throwing away the key. I think that's the old way of doing things. That's that. Uh, that's a draconian, as you were saying. That That's just the wrong way to handle things. That barbaric. I think when you've served your time, you've served your time. It's like a student loan. Or it's like bad credit. Some people want bad credit to follow you the rest of your life. At some point, it has to be some credit repairing that's that takes place. You know, some things have to drop off after a certain number of years. It just give you a fresh slate, a clean slate start all over i'm not saying that there's nothing that you or we have to do as individuals there's something that we should do uh to be proactive in 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 certain things but we have to basically you have to utilize your voice you have to speak and you have to also have other people that's willing to speak on your behalf and hopefully that's what we'll be able to do here greg speaks live i'm gregory d anderson jr your host of course we have an anonymous caller from a federal uh, prison there in uh, Louisiana.
1: Once again, I want to reiterate, this is a federal prison camp. This is the minimum security. It does not get any lesser security. Than this, this is the non-violent, non-sex offender, non-aggravated. This is just regular people that have uh, may have committed a crime. Does not, it's not a threat to society. You have real estate guys here. You have bankers here. You have doctors here, and they're nonviolent. To be at this place, you have to have a nonviolent record. So it's basically, like I say, with the photos, showing the environment. That's what I want to show. That's my thing. The whole point of the photo is to show that these are the people that you're to match. Someone that a police officer or a guard or a CO uh, would play pool with. It's a waste of time. It needs to be shed light on and it's serious. It's not something that's misdemeanor that needs to be looked over. Because I'm just asking that those who see this and that uh, that they take to this to heart and that more people become aware of what's going on here, especially at these camps. It's a waste of taxpayer money.
0: All right, well, there it is. You heard it right here on Greg Speaks Live. I'm Gregory D. Anderson, Jr. Until next time, do something. Be determined to do Something about some of this crime, some of the things that's taken place. Make a difference. Rexpeaks live dot com. This is the operator. I have a collect call from
1: everybody locked up, not obeyed,
0: who is an inmate in a police prison. Like a to deny charges, hang up now. I to accept charges, fly. press
2: five now. <laughs> I somewhere,
1: somewhere, somewhere. say I wouldn't have had this phone, you know, uh, being gone 10 years with no letters, no, no one writing, no, no mail, you know, I lost contact. And just the fact that I have this phone has brought me to a place where I can reach out to my family and to get community ties again because it's been too long since I've been gone. You know, I felt lost, sort of say, you know, for dis- disassociated for my kids, from my family, and this phone. I don't use it to water deals or nothing illegal, strictly to talk children into my family, and it helped me keep my sanity. Because after a wall after a while of being gone, you just lost. So, you know, for me, that's my motivation and my reason for taking a chance of having a phone in a facility, to get family ties, and to reach back out, because you lose yourself. It's easy to lose yourself in a place like this being gone so long with nobody's writing or it's like out of sight out of mind. You know, I love you, but you know, hey, you're not here. You know, so right. that's what it is for me. Go on so long. All
0: right, well, that is
1: an anonymous caller. I appreciate it and I'm sure that the
0: uh, listeners will appreciate hearing uh, these words that you had to share and uh, will go out and it will go out make a difference in the lives of those who are listening. All right, well, thank you,